Well, hello, lovely humans, and welcome to Engage, a wedding planning podcast for the modern day couple. I'm your host, Jamie Wolfer, and I truly believe that wedding planning does not need to be complicated or time consuming. I kind of picture these episodes like jumping on a quick phone call with your wedding planner. You get your answers and you go on your merry way because sometimes not all of us have an hour to dedicate to listening to super long podcasts or super long intros. So without further ado, let's just jump right on into it. I absolutely love using this platform to bring on other wedding industry professionals to tell you all of their wisdom to help you with any wedding planning sticking points. So today is an interview with one of my industry professional friends that I can't wait for you to hear. Take a listen. The reason why you have to focus on the marriage and not just a wedding is because love is not enough. Ooh. So many people get married because they love each other, which of course is the number one ingredient when choosing someone you're getting married to. But love has proven to not be enough. Think about all of the couples that get married. They have a beautiful wedding. They love each other so much. And then they end up divorcing. And I was a child of a really intense divorce. My parents were envied by everyone around them would say, oh my gosh, you two like love each other so much. You're best friends. I want a relationship like you. Then flash forward, fast forward 10 years later, intense divorce, hate, cops called, yelling, court, and it just goes to show they didn't prep for a marriage, right? They loved each other and they had a great wedding, but they weren't actually prepared for the challenges that marriage presents to all couples. And so it's really about our whole thing is learn the key relationship skills, just like you, you're not going to go be a nurse if you didn't go to nursing school. You're not going to go be a surgeon if you didn't go learn how to do that, right? So we believe go to relationship school, which is, you know, part of what we've created so that you can be a great partner who's ready for anything that comes up. If you thought for one second that I was going to start a brand new podcast and not bring over Generation Tux to join me, you are sorely mistaken. But you guys, there's a reason that I keep talking about them. There's a reason that I'm so obsessed with them. And one of them is all of the free offerings to you as the wedding couple. Number one, free swatches. If you want to do color comparison or compare it to any dresses or linens or florals, they will send you free swatches. Number two, a free home try-on for the wedding couple with free round-trip shipping. All of that's free. (laughs) Number three, With five paid rentals, the groom gets his suit rental for free. Number four, with seven paid rentals, the groom gets his rental for free and then gets to keep the suit. You guys, if I have not convinced you to check out Generation Tux at this point, I don't don't know who will. Head on over to wolferandco.com forward slash suits. Get 20 whole dollars off from January 9th through March 19th using code WOLFERWINTER. Another perspective is, you know, if I'm an audience member, I'm thinking to myself, well, What do you mean by love? Well, love in this context is really a chemistry, right? It's that feeling of attraction. It's that feeling of just your biochemistry of the excitement for the wedding day. And that's the thing that's not enough. Just biochemical feelings of what you call love, excitement, newness. That's what's not enough because of your habits. So chemistry might bring you together, but it's your habits that keep you together and it's habits of communication, it's habits of all the different areas of your relationship. And so for audience members, it's probably another thing that you even realize, it's not just your relationship, your relationship has facets to it. It has the sexual side, your finances, your family, your friends, your Mm -hmm. roles and responsibilities, your mindset, your spirituality. So start to take inventory of, whoa, how much on the same page are we in these other areas? 
and what are our individual habits in these areas and how do those match up with each other? That's really the best question you could really ask yourself. And then that takes you down the path of learning the right skills. A lot of couples don't even know the questions to ask each other. And that's why we're big advocates. Don't wing it. Don't try to get prepared for marriage alone. So go to a local preparing for marriage workshop. You know, you can find some either like if you go to church or there, you know, we host workshops outside of the church as well. Find someone who leads a workshop in your area or do an online preparing for marriage course. We don't recommend just trying to wing it yourself because you won't even know what questions to ask each other. It's like, it's like you don't know what you don't know. And so it's, it's yes, starting to have those questions, read the books, watch the videos, but we advocate for like, have a structured someone who's skilled at preparing you for marriage that does go through all those different areas of relationship and having a game plan. Like think about this. If you got a job and they didn't tell you, what they expected of you, how to know if you're doing a good job, what time you should show up, what time you should, what, what the culture is, like what's the culture in terms of how do you handle conflict, uh, in if you had a problem with your boss, if you didn't know, you weren't set up for success, are you gonna love your job? No. And so a lot of people don't set their partner up for success and they just kind of think, oh, we'll just kind of figure it out. You're basically setting yourself and your partner up to fail in those roles or, maybe not fail, but struggle. You'll be surprised. Right. You're going to end up being shocked by something if you don't have yeah. these conversations in the beginning. And then it's a surprise like, oh, why, why did you act that way? Or why did you respond to me that way? We got in our first really tough conflict and it's like, you talked about I'm acting like my parents did or you started cussing or you left. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that you don't get to. So I think that's one of the things for people in the beginning of marriage. You, you're going to have a challenge. And in a relationship, you want a challenge because that's how you grow, but you don't yet know how you're each gonna respond in challenges. And that's kind of one of the biggest missing pieces is to know how they're gonna respond during those challenging seasons and those should be more expected. Mm -hmm. Then you can plan for them to stay on the same team rather than battle against each other when you do get to those times. Are you feeling lost or overwhelmed with wedding planning? Why does this also sound like an infomercial? <laughs> Take a deep breath. You are in the right place. I've put together this amazing, if I do say so myself, wedding planning checklist that tells you all the things that you need to be doing and when you need to be doing them. A step-by-step -step path just for you. You can grab your step-by-step -step wedding planning checklist now at weddingchecklist.co. That's weddingchecklist.co. So what we realized was, and we had started our entrepreneur journey early on as well, and we were creating a vision for our business and we saw all entrepreneurs creating their vision. What's our vision? And we said, well, you know, a couple is like a team, maybe a small team, two people, but it's still a team. And so we said, why don't couples have a vision? Just like everyone who works for a company, everyone who works for Apple knows Apple's mission and vision. Everyone who works for uh, any company that you love, they all know what's the vision for this company. So all people know that the challenges that they're overcoming still get them towards that place. So we said couples need a vision. And that's when we created the five steps to create a couple's vision statement to take couples through that exercise because without a vision, you can grow apart. 
you can be two people who are growing individually, maybe in your profession, maybe you're doing personal development. And so you're growing as an individual, but we get messages, calls all the time from couples going, I'm growing myself. We're not growing together. What's another aspect of the vision? Oh, well, I, I was going to say, like, yeah. then what do you base decisions upon? Yeah. What do you if mean? you don't have a vision, the only thing you have to base a decision on is, my perspective and your perspective, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then whose is better? So that's how your major decision-making goes on whose perspective is better and who's gonna win, right? Who has the better perspective? Who's are we gonna say yes to? But if you have a vision statement you created that, you know, and for couples that want, they can get our, our book for free actually. And the last chapter is about creating this vision statement, but you do set up how you want to experience life, your activities, and what your message is. What do you represent as a couple? And now that being your guiding light to making major decisions, where should we live? What city should we live in? When we first got together, we were sharing an apartment. Well, should we buy a house? Should we, should we rent? Uh, what should we do about entrepreneurship? Where should we invest? Should I do stocks? Mm -hmm. Should I invest into this, my friend's business? Like you get into this place where you have so many decisions, so what's going to guide your decisions? A vision statement gives you the most clarity to keep you more on the same page. You want to review your vision at least yearly because you're going to evolve as people. And so your vision is going to evolve. And what happens without kind of rechecking in every year is all of a sudden you can assume your partner's, you know, enjoying things, but maybe you're just kind of going with the flow of life and you're actually not that satisfied in a career or where you're living or, you know, just things like that. So review it every year. When you start your vision statement, I don't, I mean, maybe the activity we take couples through is under an hour. Uh, of course, you want to then maybe turn it into a vision board and give it more detail. And that might take a half day to make a cool vision board. But the actual vision statement creation is five steps under an hour. And what, it's, what it starts with is how you want to feel. Because life, most people think about their to-do list. What do we need to do? And how do we get a pay raise? And are, when do we have kids? And it's more of the doing. When first, how do you both want to feel? And that's going to drive things. Then it goes into like, so what activities have you feel that way? And it gives you these steps to get clear on, even if you're different people, because you don't have to love doing the same things, but it's about finding the overlap. So then it's also what your message is and the audience, like your group, who you're uh, desired to impact. And then you pull the whole thing together. And again, it, we're not doing it justice because it does help to go and write the whole exercise. No, what we're sharing here, and I put myself in the position of heading towards the preparing for marriage or being newly engaged. And at that time, the only thing I saw available was like, people go to counseling and then there's preparing for marriage. And I initially felt like that was something where we don't have any problems. So what do we need that for? We're like, we're not in crisis. So we don't need counseling. That type yeah. Of so it doesn't right? seem like that necessary, but now that I'm standing here today and I'd, if I could say something back to myself back then, it's just an easy analogy of like sports for myself. If I want to become a better golfer, do I go get like a coach or do I seek out the right skills or do like a training session at the driving range because I feel bad that I'm a horrible golfer? No, I want to get better. So I just pursue the skills to be better. That's a fun process that you go towards accomplishment and achievement and that can be fun and joyful and take that into your relationship. That's what you're doing for your entire marriage. Mm -hmm. So have it be that's fun, something that you're growing together, 
you're achieving more. It really is a positive thing, not something that you seek out because anything is wrong. If you are struggling with wedding planning and you have questions and you just need someone to listen and to chat with, come join us in the Master Plan community over at themasterplanwed.com. I would love to have you in there. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, subscribe, jump on over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a five-star review so we can let the podcast people know that Jamie knows what she's talking about sometimes. (laughs) And until next time, bye guys.